98.5 The Bull with Tig and good morning to you, Daniel. Tig, you, uh, you get off work every day around 10, 11 o'clock. Your wife works from home, and sometimes you need a spot to go, right? Yeah, because, uh, you know, she doesn't want me in her grill all day, and I don't want to be in, you Everybody know, all Everybody needs a little time to yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm a genius. All right. I want you to get your thinking cap on, maybe get out your calculator, and listen to this when I pitch this idea to you. Houseboat in Manford. I'm looking at Facebook Marketplace right now. Mm $39,000. Houseboat. Got a place there to slip in Manford. Take this thing out on the weekend. Stay in it. Once you purchase the thing, I think it's a $375 slip rent a month. Mm -hmm. Tell me why that's not a wonderful idea. Me, you couple other people could go in together on it what would the payment be on a $39,000 houseboat unsure but if it's anything like a car you could probably get that thing six or seven hundred dollars a month hey, I would guess I, I don't I'd know be good actually. for 200 bucks a month on this thing and then you could stay in it most of the time maintain it upkeep it I'll come out to Manfred we'll take that thing out on the water buddy but there's that saying about boats. It's like the best day of your life is the day you get a boat and the second best day is the day you get rid of it or something like that. It's not about a houseboat, though. You never, mm. ever hear anybody complain about a houseboat. Maintenance, is, it's like a trailer in water. It seems like uh, there'd be some maintenance issues okay, eventually. Okay, do the maintenance issues. You love you love being at the lake. I do love being at the lake, but I'm also a dad, and I can't just go like, all right, see you guys. Guess who else would like to be at the lake? Who? Your little son. Well, yeah, but I thought I was supposed to be getting away for a second. There's a bed in there. Bunk beds? Really? He could stay, you know, take a nap on there with you. I ain't saying stay in it. I'm just saying, wouldn't you love to have a houseboat? That's it. I, I looked that stuff up. I'm like, do you ever look stuff up that you're never going to get, but, like, it's fun to look at it? Like, I'll get on Zillow, and I'm not even really looking for a house. Mm-hmm. And I'll go, oh, that's a, I'd like to see that. And uh, a boat's the same way for me. Airplanes are the same way. If Manford were closer to here, which, and even, it's, gosh, was it 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. I'd have bought. I would have bought this and lived in it. You got to see the pictures. I mean, it ain't like it ain't no yacht, but we got to get this. But who else? The, who with, else wants to go in on it? Well, the thing with the boat is, what does it say about the motor? Because you really don't buy the boat. You're buying the motor, and if the motor sucks, you're okay. buying a useless piece of junk. This houseboat is 14 by 50, three levels, two decks, twin four-cylinder Maracruiser Mira motor, a generator. It doesn't really say. If it's in good condition. Because remember, I was about to buy a boat. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, I called the guy and I said, now, how's the motor work? And he's like, it works great. Got out there. The thing wouldn't start. So I said, well, this is a use. This well, is, this you'd is have to include nothing. that in the article, wouldn't it? Well, you don't have to do anything. Buddy, get this boat. All right. I'll consider it. I'll send you the link to this thing. It looks, uh, again, not a yacht, but we could take that thing right out on that lake every weekend this summer. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Got to do it. All right, all right. I'll consider it. Don't but, consider. Uh, do. Get, write <laughs> me a check a right money, now. Though. I'll leave right now and go uh, <laughs> hand it to go this guy. It. Yeah, it's not easy. We ought to go look at it at least. And I worry that if you looked at this, you'd fall in love with it. We ought to say, hey, man, we need to test this out for like a whole weekend. And then if we didn't buy it, we still got a weekend on the lake, right? Mm-hmm. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig. It's 98.5 The Bull. You got Tig and Daniel. Welcome into Did You See at 628 on a Monday morning. Daniel, you want to know what's going on around the world and right here in Tulsa? I would like to know. Well, I'm going to tell. We're going to tell, yeah. All right. Let's see what I want to start with. 
Oh, how about social media apps and kids? All right. Like, I, I, I'm going through this right now. I have an eight-year-old, and mm -hmm. I'm not sure when he's supposed to get a phone and then what you do about it, but Oklahoma's trying to pass a law right now that'll keep kids off social media under 16. Oklahoma kids could soon have to get permission from parents to use certain social media platforms. Thank you for joining us this Sunday night. I'm Jordan Tidwell. If state lawmakers pass this bill, it would affect children who are 16 and younger. People 18 and older would have to verify their age. News on sixes. Well, like, what is that? You have to verify your age if you're 18 and older to get an app? Uh, yeah. That, I don't know how so you verify would, like, your age. I'm 40-something. I mm -hmm. would have to go in there and send them a license and all that? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I get what their intent is to keep kids safe and stuff, but shouldn't parents sort of be in charge of that? Well, how old do you think you will... Uh, your son Mac will be whenever you let him get on. About 24. 24, 25. Yeah, Can we get a law going to get my mom off Facebook? <laughs> yeah, like you're too young for Facebook and too old for right, Facebook. Right, right, right. Uh, good morning. What you got, Daniel? Uh, did you see this man in Washington, D.C. is suing Powerball and the D.C. lottery for not paying him $340 million in winnings after he had the correct numbers on their website. The problem is the website numbers were incorrect and posted by accident. Mm. I love this guy's name. Here are uh, John Cheeks and his lawyer talking about his lawsuit. And hey, uh, this ticket is no good. Just throw it in the trash can. And I, I gave him a, a stern look. I said, uh, in the trash can. He goes, oh, yeah, just throw it away. You, you're not going to get paid. There's a trash can right there. There is precedent for this. A similar case happened in Iowa where a mistake was uh, admitted to by a contractor, and they paid the winnings out. Poor guy. First of all, your last name's Cheeks. And then the website's wrong? So he went on, checked his ticket, matched up, and they said it was like a typo? Mm-hmm. That's right. Not so fast. <laughs> Did you see this? A Kentucky bus driver is getting more praise for buying a student pajamas. It was pajama day at school, and six-year-old Levi didn't have any. So the bus driver, Larry, took, him, took time out of his day to go buy Levi some pajamas and bring them to the school. Here's Larry and Levi. I asked him, I was like, what's going on? What happened? And he simply looked up and said, I don't have pajamas. I mean, I said, well, this morning you were crying, and I felt it. So I want your day to be a little bit better. And I asked him, I said, would you try the pajamas on when you get to class and have a great day? A lot of times we're the first person after their parents leave that they see, and we're the last person they see before they go home. So we can make a big difference in a child's life just by saying good morning. That he's kind and that his heart is filled with joy. Look at that. Good stuff there. Does that, does that melt your ice-cold heart, Todd? <laughs> yeah, well, yes, it does. it does. Hey, in the studio today, uh, they were just on News on 6 on the porch. What's your name, buddy? Patrick. Patrick, get right, right up to that microphone there. You've actually called in and played the uh, bullfight before, right? Yeah. And I think you helped. Were you, were you playing with your mom? Mm-hmm. You actually helped her to win. Yeah. How did, uh, you, how did you get so smart? School. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I like that. Are you in school today? Do you go to Tulsa Public, or are you out of school today? I go to Jenks Northwest, although I'm out of school since it's President's Day. Yeah, yeah. come on, okay. Tag. It's President's right. Day. Yeah, President's Day. So uh, a lot of kids are out of school, so it won't be the normal morning commute or anything like that. And uh, I remember you calling in and winning tickets, and you did really, really, really good. Yeah. I just was, like, trying my best. You did? Well, you did well, your that's best. Great. You that's great. You got a uh, Tiger Ding up Bluetooth a wireless speaker? Yeah. And where did you throw that away at? I didn't get it. Did you throw it into the... Oh, you hadn't gotten it yet? No. Oh, what happened? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I thought we'd gotten it to you. Are you going to throw it in the river if we give it to you? 
I'm going to see how waterproof it is. Oh, no. He is going to, for the first time ever, somebody admits they're going to throw whatever prize they want into the uh, It is waterproof. I've tested it in River. the pool. So our Tiger Daniel speaker, whenever you hear us, give one of those away. They do work. We could be out of them. I don't know. So, <laughs> No, I, I know that um, I put his name on one, and I think at least. So. All right. You heard that. that. Tiger was responsible for getting you your speaker. So if you're here to hurt somebody, let it be him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't beat me up. Okay. <laughs> it was good to have you on the show, man. And um, I guess with school out, we're going to have great weather today, too. Yeah. Play in the yard or just get outside or whatever. I appreciate you coming by and saying hello to us. Good to meet you, man. Good to meet you, too. And I'll <laughs> listen to him. He's like a little uh, yeah. politician. He's like, good to meet you, too. Could you maybe come and take Chag's job? And, uh, you... I mean, if you'll hire me. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you're hired. we got to get this guy out of here. Look at him. He ain't got much time left. <laughs> So hurtful. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Come back anytime. Okay. It's 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, this morning we have uh, that comedian Craig Ferguson. That's right. He used to host uh, late night shows and stuff, and we've got free tickets to see him coming up with our bullfight at 740 this morning. This is 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hello, Daniel. Uh, Tig used to intern. He was an intern at the Late Late Show with David Letterman. What was the name of it? The Late Show? Yeah. And uh, you worked in the music department, is that correct? At the David Letterman Show, I did. And doing what exactly? Uh, not much. They didn't put a whole lot of uh, stock into it. So basically, it just nothing, right? I sat there, and I turned some knobs every now and then, and I took a tape to some other place every now and then. But oddly enough, I mean, you you know uh, some things about music here. I found a TikTok channel or page, whatever you want to call it, that I felt like would be interesting to you. This guy's name is Nick Costa Music, and he does drum beats, and every day he does one, and you have to guess what's the song. Oh, just based on the drums? Just the drum beat. Oh, my God. Probably impossible for me, but I'm imagining you're going to be able to figure this out here in about... Uh, three seconds. So you got your headphones. Can you hear? Here I can we go. hear. Yeah. Here is guess the song based on the drum beat, part two hundred forty nine. Nine. Oh my god! Like you know it, but you don't know it. It's like I know that beat. Turn it up a little bit. Oh, man, just tell me, because it's going to drive me crazy. I can tell it's right on that little tip of your tongue. Just tell me, man, because it's making me uncomfortable that I can't figure it out. <laughs> You're going to really kick yourself. I don't know. Not going to tell you. It's going to drive you, you absolutely me, crazy. And you can find yourself you. a new best friend. <laughs> All right, one or two more seconds of it. It doesn't help. Listen. I can tell you're working through the melodies. It's one of your most favorite songs. Song was released in 1997. Reached number six on Billboard's alternative charts. Just tell me. That's Foo Fighters, buddy. That's Everlong. I think this There Goes My Hero. Oh. Well, you got to play like a song everybody knows. You know that song. I know the song, but it's not one of my favorite songs. What are you talking sure about? Sure it is. You love the Foo Fighters. Well, can you play the song now? No. That's but what I, you should have done. I'm not doing all that. We're just playing the uh, drum beat You should have, like, 
when you're planning for the show, you should have the drum version, and then we get to hear like how it worked into the actual okay, song. Okay, well, why don't we come back, and I'll play some of the Thank other. Thank you. Just say it. If you're embarrassed, just say it. it's okay. I'm, a, I'm not embarrassed. I just think that it would have been better to hear the song afterwards. It's not even possible. The Bull. Good morning, guys. Ty and Daniel. Kind of a weird day for some of us. TPS is not in school today uh, for the president. I guess a lot of schools aren't. So we'll see how that goes. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning to you, Daniel. Uh, guess what's back? What's coming back right now? What? Well, a lot of stuff from the retro stuff like from the 90s and early 2000s. Big right now in general, corded phones. Mm. Corded phones. You know, it's old landline phones with a quarter, and now the hot new thing to own for Gen Zers. One girl said it makes her feel like she's on sex and the city, and she likes the thrill of not knowing who's calling because it does not have a caller ID. Wait, that's a thrill? Well, think about it. You, uh, we're using, we had that thrill. Yeah, back in the day, like, people probably don't know this if you're younger. Um, now, you, it even says on your iPhone, at least, uh, possible scam call. Spam. Or whatever, and so you don't pick it up. Back in the day, you just had to risk it. You just had to pick up the phone no matter what happened. Well, you didn't have to, but if you didn't pick it up, you were just going to wonder all day long, <laughs> who was that? Who was that the call? That's right. Uh, or you could do what was called call screening, where they had a device called an answering machine. Couldn't we have come up with a better name for that, by the way? Like, voicemail's way better than the answering machine, which is just a recording of your voice. We would wait around um, so the answer machine would pick up after, like, five rings or something. And then you would get to hear the message, the person, like you could hear it audibly in your living room. And if it was somebody you wanted to talk to, you'd run over there and pick it up real quick mm -hmm. and say, hey, Grandma. You know, when cell phone technology first hit, I got a call from my nanny. We called her nanny. And she leaves a voicemail for me. And it's, uh, Tig, pick up. Tig, pick up. She didn't understand that I wasn't hearing it, you know, uh -oh. with the cell phone technology. Yeah. Yeah. I remember once my... um. My mom left a pretty funny message on my answering machine, letting me know that my great-grandmother had died. And I had, like, roommates who were all in the house, so they're oh all sitting God. in the living room. And uh, I'm not there at the time. They ha they hear the message before I do. So that when I get there, they have to hang their head low and then tell me to check the... Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, terrible. Check the that's answering awful. machine. Like, that might be one you want to tell me in person. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure for the uh, roommates there. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. Craig Ferguson tickets. He uh, had a late-night show for a while, and um, he's going to be here in town, and we got your tickets coming up at 740 with our bullfight with Tiger Daniel and 98.5 The Bull. Mm -hmm. 98.5 The Bull asked Daniel about his weekend because Daniel's like a cat to me, mm -hmm. and people always ask me, like, what's Daniel really like? And we have been friends for 20 years or something, and so, um, and we do hang out outside of work. However, most of the time, you know, I've got a kid. You got your thing going on. I got my thing going on, and uh, he's like a cat because I see him in the morning. And then I don't see him the rest of the day. And then I see him the next morning. So I don't know what you do. But then he uh, said that this this weekend he went home and sang karaoke by himself with his ear pods in. Yeah, I like to practice a little karaoke. Uh, now you can get on YouTube and uh, sing whatever you want. Yeah, but like your neighbors. Oh, they probably think that an insane person lives there because they the people walking by probably only hear just a guy singing uh what well, was the word? What would it be? Acapella or whatever? Acapella. Acapella. So the, the neighbors don't hear the music because you're listening to the music in your earphones. Mm -hmm. But you are singing audibly. They so just, they think yeah. you're just over there singing. And I'm not just not singing karaoke. it. I'm not singing it quietly and gently, buddy. <laughs> I'm full blast, you know? <laughs> All right. I don't know what they probably think. It's like a ghost over there. 
Cherry Street Ghost. Why don't you, um, like, play the music in your house instead of just in your earphones? Well. Because that would make more sense. If I was a neighbor, I'd be like, oh, he's doing karaoke. That's fine. It makes sense to me. But meanwhile, they just hear you over there like, pour some sugar on me I guess, with no music. Uh, I, unfortunately, I just never thought about it. I could do that. I got speakers I could uh, That would make more to. sense to the neighbors, at least. Well, oh, this they... is the reason he's over there singing. Otherwise, they just hear you yelling. Singing. <laughs> Touching hearts. <laughs> so that's Daniel's weekend. I'll in get over there. Show. I'll start singing in that kitchen, and that dog of mine will just, uh, he's had enough. You, you, know, you know you're being annoying when your dog goes to bed, because his only <laughs> mission in life is to be near me. And I'll start to sing, and I'll look over. He'll give me the side eye and the head on in. Just head on into the bedroom. He doesn't <laughs> tries to shut the door with his nose. That is some weekend. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, don't worry about me, buddy. Worry about yourself. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. Daniel, do you have cameras on your house at all? Uh, I don't. 98.5 The Bull, good morning. Yeah, I can't figure out. I put a bunch of cameras on my house, and I can't figure out if that's a good thing or bad thing because it detects motion. And mm-hmm. so in the middle of the night, you'll be like, something's happening at your front door. And then I look at it. It's like a cat, you know. But at first, you're just terrified, like a guy is trying to get in. Can you adjust the sensitivity of the camera? Yes, but then uh, it's a hard, it's a fine line between adjusting it too much down and adjusting it too much up. And so, like, I had an American flag outside. And every time the wind would blow, that thing was like, somebody's on your porch. Somebody's on your porch. Um, but, like, I got to work this morning, and I said, oh, it looks like there was a lot of stuff going on in my yard. It turns out to be a cat. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I want to turn these things off or not. However, I would feel really bad if someone actually did come in the house and I had no video of it. Buddy, uh, in your neighborhood, when Tyke first moved into his house... The house had been empty for a while, and, and two women came and got under the table one night, went to sleep, because I guess they thought it was an empty house. Yeah, I was living there, and they were in my house. Right. You've had that. You've suspected somebody's been fiddling with your tires because you get a flat tire. Literally, you've had like six already That's this what the year. mechanic told me. Right. Um, I think you need those cameras. Yeah. Turn them on, leave them on, and forget about it. Well, one, one day a lady knocked on our door, and I wasn't at home, but my wife answered the door. And it was a well-dressed lady. I think she was a neighbor or something. And she said, I just want to let you know, there's like a drifter going in and out of your garage sometimes. Because I'm bad about leaving my garage door open. Mm-hmm. I'll admit that. Like, I like the, uh, you know, just to be able to go in and out. And so my garage door is open a lot. And this lady says, there's like a drifter going in and out. And that got my attention. I said, well, geez, I better go check the cameras. And I went back and looked at it. And sure enough... Uh, there was a a guy going in and out of my... Gr- it was me. Uh-oh. Is that how bad I dress on the weekends? <laughs> weekends? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want one of those cameras because... Um, and it all goes back to one story in the news. This guy, I guess, it got gooned up on the juice or something like that. He was all messed up, and he went and he licked somebody's doorbell camera. <laughs> and you can just Google this. I'm not going to post it. He but- licked their... Their camera. Licked the ring doorbell, whatever it's called, for three and a half hours. And I don't mean like <laughs> passively licking it. He was going to town. <laughs> and if that happened out right outside of my door while I'm sleeping, I'd just rather not know. Yeah, I know. There's some things that's like, do we want to know or would we rather have not known right. that that happened? But in your situation, 
you got to turn those cameras on and leave them on. How, right. how do you mess up uh, having a security system? All this stuff happens. You don't bother. There. What is going on? You don't like the alerts on your phone? It just There's a lot of false alarms, and I think it's like the boy who cried wolf eventually. You know, um, like last night. It was just a cat. You know, but it freaked me out. Who's on my front porch? Well, when you looked at the camera and saw it was a cat, were you then not freaked out anymore? Or it's, you still were scared? It's just that, like, I don't like getting woken up over every tiny little thing that happens yeah. in the neighborhood. I guess there you've got to develop some strategy over what should wake you up and what shouldn't. That's why I was wondering if you could turn down the sensitivity. You can, but then you might miss out on even a human walking up. Good luck with it, all it's that. It's tough, yeah. yeah. It's 98.5 The Bull. Craig Ferguson, uh, late night host, um, you may remember. He's coming to town, and we got your free tickets at 740 with the bullfight on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. It's Tig and Daniel. Hello. Buddy, I went down a little rabbit hole this uh, weekend. Well, first of all, there's this movie on Paramount Plus. It's called Finest Kind. And it's like terrible, but pretty good. I don't know how to describe it. Mm -hmm. If you've watched the movie Finest Kind on Paramount Plus, give us a call, 918-879-9898. I wanted to see about your opinion on this. The movie's just ridiculous. Plot holes, craziness, but... It's got Tommy Lee Jones in it. And I think I like to watch anything Tommy Lee Jones is in. Can you think of a movie that Tommy Lee Jones has been in? You're like, I don't I don't care for Tommy Lee Jones. And no. He always kind of plays the same guy. No, he's good. You're right. That's he hard was, to say that you wouldn't like a movie with him in it. You know, The Fugitive was fantastic. That movie, No Country for Old Men. And I got it. I was thought, what was that other Lonesome Dove that I got you to watch that one time? Yeah, it was super sad at the end, and yeah. It was like a miniseries, and he was great in that. You're right. Tommy Lee Jones is the man. So so he's in this movie called Finest Kind, but it's about these shrimp boat captains, or they're catching seafood or something like that. The whole movie, ridiculous. But then his part is fantastic. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes, probably, is with him at the end of the movie, but the rest of the movie, just garbage. Like so it... Like, at one point, there's one character looking for another character, and it'd be like me and you, and uh, if I went to your neighbor, Ryan, and I said, Ryan, i got to talk to Tig. I've got to stop him. Where did he go? And Ryan goes, well, he went to his grandmother's house. And then I go, what's the address? You're not going to know your friend's grandmother's house address. Mm -hmm. But then there's Tommy Lee Jones, and I wonder, you know, not a great-looking guy, by the way. Wow. How do you attempt it? What do you think? You, you look, why go see him in finest kind and you tell me if he's a great looking guy. I stopped uh, thinking about all that once I saw myself in a mirror. Well, that's what I was going to also say. You think you got to have this look or something like that to be successful in some movies or whatever your job Everybody may be. Everybody has the idea that you got to look like George Clooney mm -hmm. or Sandra Bullock or something, but really, like, they need everybody. Yeah. To make a movie work, right? So what I want you to do, go watch this uh, Finest Kind. Or don't, actually don't watch it. It's so terrible. What's the name of it? Finest Kind. Finest Kind. All right. So I wish somebody had watched it so they could uh, discuss <laughs> it with me. I'm really uh, on yeah. the fence about this thing. Yeah, other people have kids and baseball practice and stuff. You've got time to watch Finest Kind. I watch Finest Kind, and then I got on YouTube and watch a bunch of clips from other... <laughs> Okay. Tommy Lee Jones movies. Uh, yeah, big old Tommy Lee Jones weekend this, today. So, yeah, sounds like he had a great weekend. Daniel admitted he karaoke by himself and watched uh, Finest Kind by himself. And other clips of Tommy Lee Jones on YouTube. So it was <laughs> pretty pretty wild weekend. Pretty wild. 
98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Now, are you up for a $20 bet? Because you always offer me a $20 bet. I'm going to do it right here on the radio oh, for you. Oh, boy. I do like that. There's no risk. I'll just give you $20 if you can do this. All right. Is Today, it going to be impossible? Uh, no, I don't think it's impossible. I think it'll be challenging. Okay. Um, but today's President's Day, right? Yeah. And um, and so a lot of kids are out of school today, and so it's not like a normal rush hour and all that. Um, I was just going to see, and I was going to say four, but I'm just going to go top three presidents in a row. I should say chronologically. Can you name the top, starting with number one, number two, number three? The first president. You mean the, the first president. three presidents? Yes. Uh, Thank you for getting that Probably can't. I know that uh, George Washington is the first. That That is the correct answer. You lost the bell. Um, dang it. So, so, I'm so stupid. <laughs> On President's Day. Is it John Adams is the second? Hey, look at you go. I really like to have this $20. Why didn't they teach us beyond? <laughs> okay. Oh, so. Oh, sorry. You didn't get it right yet. Was John Adams then reelected for a second term? Well, he's number two, no matter what. I'm looking for number three. Come on, man. Oh, I... $20. Couldn't, uh, on Mil President's Day. Millard Fillmore. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Thomas Jefferson. Dead gummit. <laughs> yeah, so you lost out on 20 bucks. Why didn't they teach us... I, I don't know. In school, it seems like they would have... It seemed like in school there was only about two presidents. Uh, George Washington and then... Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln, which he was the... He was on down there, wasn't he? 16. 16th. Yeah. So I couldn't name you any of the other 16s. <laughs> Were they just underwhelming, or why well, are they that, not known? I think the presidents get famous because they come across at a time when uh, something is changing drastically. We had the Revolution and George Washington. Then we had the Civil War and Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. And then World War II was, do you know who that was? That was Woodrow Wilson, wasn't it? It was uh, World War One. Was Woodrow Wilson? Number two was FDR. Yeah. So we tend to know presidents that were really around during like war times. Presidents were, must have been a big, big, big part of people's lives back in the day because I have two grandfathers. Both were named after presidents. Did you say that one of your grandfathers was born and the parents didn't have a name? Yeah, they just let the doctor name my granddad, my dad's dad. And his name, no lie, Herbert Hoover Baker. Which is a president's name. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, maybe let them name the first name. No, no, they give first and middle name. I can't believe that parents didn't have a name picked out ever after nine months. Because people had so many kids back in the day, they ran out of names. <laughs> they just tell the doctor, like, hey, just, you know, and this doctor could have been crazy. <laughs> It's like, just name our kid, and he goes, yeah, Herbert Hoover, because yeah. he's president. Herbert Hoover Baker. How that, about now, that? That, the doctor is what chose that name. What if the doctor was an insane person? Could have been. We don't know the answer. Yeah. Now, I have but, this other great ancestor named John Buttcheeks Baker. <laughs> but then my other, my mom's uh, dad's name was Franklin D. Smith, so named after oh, Franklin, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yeah, so. That's right. Well, happy President's Day. The kids aren't listening because they're probably still asleep out there. But... After that little history lesson, everybody else has gone back to sleep, too. Yeah.
Thank you, man. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. And here we go. It's the bullfight. Craig Ferguson, uh, he's a late-night host, a pretty popular comedian, had a great show for a long time. And he's coming to Tulsa, Daniel. And this actually... Yeah, the potential to win the Tig and Daniel Party Cup Pass, which we put you up in the hotel room and Daniel and I get your dinner and all that kind of stuff. That's what you're qualifying for. And uh, who do we got today, Daniel? For the first time ever, two contestants named Jake. Uh, so one says he goes by Jay. He's an accountant. How are you, Jay the accountant? Awesome. Hi, guys. Is this like the busy time for you with taxes coming up and all that? Oh, God. It's, it's dreadful, yes. Uh, do you do like personal taxes or those big business accounts? Work for corporate. Corporate, all right. Should I file my taxes this year? No, and don't pay him either. Okay, good <laughs> idea. Thank you, Jay, the accountant. He's a good accountant. Uh, taking on Jay, the accountant, Jake, who works in pest control. How are you today, Jake? I'm doing good, and how are you? I'm good. A long time ago, my dad got some chemical or whatever, poured it under our house in Alabama. And I swear, well, this stuff is outlawed now, and we never saw a bug or anything like that ever, not even one single time in that, that house. What? What was that Chloridane. chemical? Chloridane. Chloridane. Chloridane, more than likely. But also, Daniel grew a third thumb. Yeah, like he poured it's that. definitely Chloridane. It was Chloridane, and he poured that under the, the house, and we never saw nothing, never even a spider or a gnat. Now, all of his public hair did fall out, but other than that, never saw any bugs. <laughs> yes, that, that was chloridane, all right. All right, well, great. I bet it's still working. That's probably why I'm like only four foot tall, Ty, because my dad poured chloridane yeah, into my, when growth. I was supposed to be growing, yeah. Uh, it is President's Day, guys, so we're going to do a President's Day quiz. Do you know anything about U.S. presidents? Hmm. We'll nope. see. All right, yeah, I guess we're about to find out. Uh, all right, Jay, the accountant. This was the only African-American president. Barack Obama. Correct. Jake from Pest Control, only president to resign. Nixon. Nixon is correct. Jay, the accountant, the oldest president ever. Um, Biden. Joe Biden is correct. Jake from Pest Control, he had polio. Uh, Ford? No, that was Franklin Roosevelt. Franklin Roosevelt. Didn't he try to hide it from everybody, Tig? He would do a speech and he would prop up on the podium and all that? That's back when the press, like, kind of respected boundaries and um, he didn't want to be photographed in a wheelchair. He thought it would make him look weak mm -hmm. in the face of the German armies and stuff. And so they just... Made him look like he could do the job normally without a wheelchair. It's crazy. Have you tried the polio grill in Utica Square? Polo I have, yeah. Okay. Jake the, uh, no, excuse me, Jay the accountant. What about the first Catholic president? Uh, Kennedy. Kennedy is correct. How do you know so much about presidents? I'm just getting lucky here. You're only doing recent ones. <laughs> okay. Uh, it gets harder as we go. Jake from Pest Control, first Republican president. Lincoln. It was Abraham Lincoln. Jake. Yes. He lived at Mount Vernon. Jay the accountant. Jay the accountant, he lived at Mount Vernon. 
Um, here now, let's go with Washington. It is Washington. He's the only guy that All didn't right. get to live in the White House. He mm-hmm. had his own house. Yeah, they just put that guy on Mount Vernon. Yeah. Jake from Pest Control. This was the heaviest president. He weighed 300 to 350 pounds, which was heard unheard of back in the day. Mm. Ford? No. William Taft. Big boy. Supposedly he got stuck in the bathtub up there at the White House. If you see pictures, when was uh, Taft in office? Long, I don't know the years. Long like back ago. when it was unheard of. If you see pictures of folks back in the day, if you were overweight, they put you like a sideshow in the circus. Like that's how crazy. Everybody's and, like skinny and yeah. stuff. This William Taft, big boy, big fella. All right, Jake, he was a Hollywood actor. Uh, is, is this for five? Uh, I get my proposal. This is uh, <laughs> Let's not Jay the, proposal. the accountant. Yeah, Jay the accountant. He was a Hollywood actor. Well, Reagan was an actor, so it's got to be him. I don't think he would want me proposing to you. Do it anyhow. <laughs> Jake from Pest Control. Uh, we'll give you one more here. He was once a peanut farmer. Washington. Oh, Ty, do your impression of Jimmy Carter. My name is Jimmy Carter, and I'm running for president. It was Jimmy Carter, right? He, he was a peanut farmer before he got elected president. That's true. All right, well, with that, Jay the Accountant has defeated Jake from Pest Control, but now you've got a decision to make, Jay the Accountant. Will you hold on to these tickets or give them to Jake, who works in Pest Control? Jake, why should Jay give you the tickets? Because he's an extremely nice guy. Well, Jay, the accountant, are you an extremely nice guy? I actually am, so they're all yours, my friend. Look at that. What a morning. What a way to start the day. Well, thank you, Jake. No problem, buddy. Get out there and kill some bucks for all of us. Oh, yeah, just give me a call if you need me. All right, what's the name of your, your pest control, Jake? Accent Pest Control. There we go. And look at you. You're going to have a night. Um, go home and get out of the pest control uniform and go enjoy it at River Spirit Casino with Craig Ferguson. I eat. Does that sound good? That sounds great to me. All Daniel, right. You have a question. Yeah, guys, do me a favor. Give me three numbers and an animal. 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull. 31 right now downtown. We're up to 60 today, though. It's Ty Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Went to dinner uh, on Saturday night, Tig, you were there at the restaurant. Uh, I guess you you have a hard time hearing now at restaurants. We've got to figure out a way to for you to be able to hear. Anytime there's extra noise, like I can hear you right now, fine. Right. I can listen to the radio, fine. But anytime there's like other noise, and I have to hear somebody talk, sometimes I just nod in approval. I'm like, yeah. And they may be telling me something sad, like I got, you know, I lost my grandmother, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And you do a thing where you put your hand up uh, to make a, what is this you do? You put your hand up to your ear in almost like a cupping shape. Mm-hmm. You feel like that captures some of the sound? I think it helps, yeah. That's why cats have ears and they have good hearing. Like, there's just more to capture when you hold your hand up. I mean, are, are you at the point here where you should put in some headphones and we should all have a microphone we could speak into at dinner? Like, <laughs> Maybe so, I like don't a, know. Like some of those, uh, if you ever go to T-Pack and see some of those shows they have, they have the little microphones that are hidden. And it's, maybe you need that, like a little tiny, like a device. It's weird because I can hear you now fine. Right. And if we were in a quiet room and we're going to have a meeting later about our morning show, I'll be able to hear perfectly right. fine. I'm not saying you need hearing aids, mm-hmm. 
But I think you do need a little, like, um, personal... What about those uh, old-timey hearing horns? Hmm. Remember that thing? It was like a horn, and you put it one end into your ear, and the other is like a big horn. That could and be pretty stylish, you know. It you might, might come be back. onto something. <laughs> do, do a you, hearing horn. I'm going to go to Amazon. Do you think they? <laughs> do you think that you could buy a hearing horn off Amazon? Um, I would suspect on Amazon you could probably find anything. Is it called a hearing horn? I don't know. What is it called, technically? You know what I'm okay. talking about, the old-timey thing? Oh, yeah, thing. I look up hearing horn old-fashioned. Well, yeah, but they sell it like as a singer gag gift. Oh, no. Well, that's not cool. Hey, wait a minute. Now, they do sell something called non-electric hearing amplifier. It works like cupping your ears, helps you hear conversation, TV, and Zoom. But it's basically a thing you wear on your head, and it's two, you know, how you, instead of cupping your hands, it's two plastic pieces that work. Oh, that um, grab the sound for you. Mm-hmm. Huh. Should I, I order you that? No, I like the hearing horn idea. I mean, you know how everything fashion, like, comes back around? Like, bell bottoms will be back in one day, and purple hair will be back in one day. Let's bring back the hearing horn. I'll try to order you a hearing horn, but I refuse to get you one. This guy, I don't like what those things are like over the hill. Like, you ever go to Spencer's? They got a whole section of Where birthday they make stuff. Fun of you being yeah, old. and they're like, the balloons are like black, and they're like, oh, you're going to die soon. I'm like, that's, I don't really think that's funny. Do you? You, you need over one the hill? too. Yeah. Buddy, I hear fine. Let's get matching he- ear horns. Two hearing horns. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll go out to the clubs. Listen to the rap music with hearing horns. All right, I'm going to order you a hearing horn. Uh, you must use it, though. I wonder if I can get it in time for the birthday bash. Oh, yeah, up. that's coming up pretty soon. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Gus. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning to you, Daniel. Uh, the People's Choice Awards, did that happen? That's how it's getting weird with these award shows. Like, I still know when uh, the Oscars are coming on. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't. And the Grammys, I guess I know. Uh, but I guess it was the People's Choice Choice Awards. David Letterman's latest YouTube video. He doesn't. He doesn't like People's Choice Awards. He doesn't. Uh-uh. He, for goodness gracious, here he is breaking down why he's not a fan. You know, my favorite award show was the People's Choice Award because it was just a fixed job owned by Procter & Gamble. If you were nominated, they would call ahead and say, oh, by the way, Larry, you're the winner of the People's Choice Award. And you'd think, whoa! And then the deal is you got to show up. If you don't show up to the People's Choice Award, you're dead to them. One time I had won the People's Choice Award, and it was held on a Monday night, and you got to go all the way to California. I said, I can't. I'm working. Okay, you're dead to us, they said. And so I watched the whole show, and then at the very end, as the credits are rolling, winner of the talk show, got our day of Good night, everybody. And I thought, wow, what a fixed deal this is. So uh, the SEC is looking into that nonsense. There you go. People's Choice Award. You know what my choice is, people? Not to watch. Yeah, he sounds like he's in a good mood lately. (laughs) It doesn't seem cranky and old at all, that David Letterman. (laughs) Goodness gracious. They are having, uh, award shows having a real hard time. Didn't the ACMs air on, was it Amazon Prime? They put it, it's not even on television anymore, the ACMs. Like, award shows, they got to fix that whole thing because they need to do it within like 30 minutes. 
But four hours of this on and on and on of people carrying on and their speeches and all that, it's like pretty boring, isn't it? They're having a hard time. So David Letterman, not a fan of the People's Choice Awards. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty Godano at 816. Good morning. Oklahoma's Zach Bryan there. It's 98.5 The Bull. Daniel claims that it's spring already. He's wrong, but you're, we're getting close, Daniel, because I'm already um, dealing with baseball season stuff. Mm-hmm. My son, he's eight years old, and he's got a, his buddies at his elementary school. They all want to be on the same team and all this. And So I go and I sign him up for the baseball team on the Internet at La Fortune, and they ask a question at the end. They say, Dad, would you like to volunteer to help out with the team, you know? And they have options. They go, you could be head coach. You could be assistant coach. And uh, I did head coach, hated it. So I'm, I'm cool with being the second guy in charge, you know. Mm-hmm. I like somebody else to take the heat because, like, last season, Daniel, it's not the kids. The kids are fine. It's always the parents. And, um, like, last season I was so glad I didn't have to deal with this drama and the head coach did. But um, there was a story about a guy who uh, said, my kid is a shortstop. And shortstop, that's like the hottest position in the infield. Most people are right-handed batters. That's where the ball goes a lot. And, um, you know, and then after like the third game, his, his dad's like, hey, I told you guys my kid's a shortstop. Now, I didn't say this out loud, but in the back of my head, I'm like, your kid can't catch a ball nor throw a ball. <laughs> like, he has no business. It's like homework. If your kid is having trouble reading, Take them home and read some books with them. Mm-hmm. Get them better at home, and then we can deal with it. But anyway, my problem is is that I've noticed that no one signed up to be head coach for this team, and now I feel like I'm going to be pressured to to be head coach. And, and I, you know, people hate me. Parents don't like me. You know, I'm not good at people. Like you should be the head coach because I've always said this about you, Daniel. I don't know what it is about you. I've known you for 20 years. Daniel's the kind of guy that can walk into a room and go. All you people are morons, and they go, ha, 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 Daniel's crazy. Look at him go. I walk in there, and I say good afternoon, and people hate my guts. So why don't you be the head coach? And I will do all the coaching. All you have to do is do the politics of it all. I wouldn't want to do that because, well, first of all, like you're talking about that guy telling you that his kid's the shortstop. I thought. I've never played sports. I thought, though, that you didn't get to just tell the coach what to do. The coach told the kids what to do, and that's the way it normally went. What, What always happens in my mind is that, like, we go out there and have fun. Mm-hmm. And do I want the kids to have an opportunity to win? Of course. However, that's not the whole point of everything. It's about teamwork and learning skills and all that. And um, I think a lot of dads out there, they were pretty good at baseball or whatever sport, and they didn't quite make it. And so now they're putting this on their kids somehow. Does that make sense? Could be. I don't really understand a bunch about sports, but I thought you'd be like a really good head coach. You do seem to have the body and personality of Andy Reid. I thought you would do really well. If I coach, listen, if I coach the team, I told you already what would happen. If I were the head coach, that team would be out there like those Savannah bananas. Mm-hmm. You know, because I like, I want to be entertained if I go to a sporting event. So you put the kids on stilts and make them wear chicken costumes wigs, and all, all this stuff. kind of singing and line dancing out there. Because <laughs> I, I find baseball to be so boring that I would have that team like um, the Savannah Bananas. I, I, I even asked you one time, I was like, why don't you get Mac to uh, point the bat toward like the outfield like Babe Ruth did that time? And, and you were like, that's unsportsmanlike. 
Yeah, I don't like all that carrying on. Like, I don't like rubbing it in the other team's face and all that. See, but, but you're a lot yeah. different. But you don't you be, want to be like entertained? Hey, don't you want to be the head coach and you can make all those decisions? They would cast me out. <laughs> They're not ready for me. <laughs> I would have you're too innovative. I would have everybody there at LaFortune watching these games. They'd need more seats and stuff, so you don't want to add pressure to the city and all that. That's right. I, uh, I mean, I would if the umpire made what I felt was a bad call, I'd have him hit in the face with a pie. <laughs> all right. Congrats. You know, if the guy makes an obviously bad call, you know, I'd pull his pants down. Stuff like that. <laughs> it would make it so entertaining. Yeah, more people would come, I'm sure. Wouldn't you? <laughs> You're probably right. I would right. have people paying money to come to those games. <laughs> You're not wrong. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. Uh, what is what has changed, Daniel? Because it's ninety eight five the bull. Good morning. I remember when I was a kid, I would get in trouble if I came home before five o'clock. Now, us parents, we watch our kid every move they make. Every time they get on a bike, I'm like riding a bike next to them, and um, and then we got a trampoline from Santa Claus. And used to, the kids would just go and jump on the trampoline, and the parents would, they, they were living their life. They didn't care. They were like, good, go to the trampoline. I sit out there for at least a half an hour last night watching children jump on a trampoline and watching every jump with nervousness. What are you going to do if they were to jump and I start to fall? You're gonna, you have super speed or something? What has changed? You tell me. You How come my it? parents didn't act like they want me around? Now I got to watch every move our kids do. I mean, I guess you don't have to. That, that's your choice. Maybe you choose to. But then I'll see on the news, like, uh, they'll, like, charge somebody with neglect or something because their kid, their kid like, nobody's, wandered off or something. Like, nobody's ever gotten charged for neglect for not watching kids jump on the trampoline for 30 minutes. I know, but I'm paranoid. But it is weird. I mean, where I can't just go inside and watch Matlock while the kids are on the trampoline. I have to go out there and monitor them, and there's something wrong with me, I guess. And you got the cameras on them with all the security cameras you got. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going on with you. Why, I, why do you feel like you got to sit out there? Maybe it, do you enjoy it? Is that why you're doing it? Injury? No. 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 But I feel like if they fall, I need to be right there with them and say, oh, you're okay. Walk it off or get them to the ER if it is a real injury. What is the deal with that? Why are we so like that now? Well, and I'm I, guilty of it. I don't know why. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, you've consider that that's the better maybe our parents should have been doing that <laughs> yeah maybe they were the ones that were derelict or, not me yeah i'm you know the, the nets and all that that you guys have on the trampolines these days we didn't have those i don't think it's because my parents didn't love me i guess it just wasn't thought of yeah right and the number one risk of injury now on a trampoline isn't falling off pinched testicles and those springs there's a pad on the spring so not even oh, that not anymore. even that Man. it's running in, into another kid on the trampoline and knocking heads or something like that. But I, I cannot, I need to get better at this. I cannot just leave while they're jumping on the trampoline and go mind my business. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. Wish I would have met you it's 98.5 The Bull with Ty and uh, good morning to you, Daniel. Have you finished your taxes, Daniel? Uh, you mean started? No. You have not? No. Because there's two different people in the world. One that expect a refund who do it quickly. Another who expects to pay in, who does it slowly. Have you, you were talking earlier? You were considering uh, not filing taxes. Is that true? No, not at all. That's <laughs> I was totally playing around. <laughs> but you've 
me and Daniel got audited a few years ago because I did his taxes for him. And so then we hired a lady who was very smart at this stuff. And uh, we haven't gotten audited since we've had this lady. Now Daniel's thinking about firing the lady and doing his own taxes again. No, just getting somebody like here. I'm still, I'm still having to mail them to Tennessee and that kind of thing. Hmm. And the only reason I'm doing that is out of pure laziness. Right. I could... Um, just drive them to a guy instead of having to put things in manila envelopes and things. I guess I could email. I don't know what to do, man. You don't have complicated taxes, do you? I mean, you have... Not too complicated, but I did buy a house this past year. Oh, maybe you need a guy or a lady. Oh, I got to have somebody. Somebody to help you out. Do you yeah. think you're going to get a refund? Because what I always do is I got an H&R Block or some, some website. I, listen. And then I type in my taxes and it guesses what I might get back. I have to receive a refund. I cannot pay in. If, I, if the government said, hey, buddy, you got to pay in two grand... I'd be financially ruined in all of 2024. Well, the completely C ruined. The CPA that we use, she always um, sends me an email and says, your taxes are done. Guess what she doesn't include in that email? The refund. I'm like... Wait, yours are done already? No, not yet. But oh. every year that I've used her, it's like there's nothing other to discuss than what I'm getting back. Don't tell me they're done. Tell me what my refund is. Yeah. That's let's, all you care about. Let's get about. to the point. Like, and right. then I have to email her back and go, like, well, what's the refund? <laughs> like, it's crazy. Uh, we still got till April 15th. So we're still, you're still early, If I think, if you get on the tax thing right now. But um, we'll see how it goes. If Daniel's going to file his own taxes and go to jail or use some guy. It's 98.5 The 